I'm Gronya Smith. This is the first in a series about being a home-based carer for someone with a long-term health condition. Throughout the series, I'll be discussing some strategies for navigating the health system, as well as how to build effective all-round care through good communication and how to coordinate all-round care for the vulnerable person at the centre. All based on my own experience when my daughter was in a life-threatening condition and at the same time my mother developed Alzheimer's, as well as the experiences of many other people in caregiving situations. Different conditions, different situations, and yet there are often themes in common. Depending on all sorts of factors, for instance the illness or condition may involve physical health or mental health, or perhaps a mix of both. It may last for weeks or months, or in some cases be very long term over many years. Each caregiving situation will be different. And home situations also will vary greatly depending on where the individual and his or her caregivers live, which may be in a tenement flat or in a cottage or a large house, which may be in a village, a town, a city, or maybe in a remote rural area. Financial situations can also vary greatly. Home carers will also vary from a single person, perhaps a family member, a husband or wife, or a parent, daughter or son, brother or sister, or a close friend, or possibly several family members sharing a home when one of them develops or perhaps is born with a serious and possibly very long-term condition. Whatever the illness, whatever the home situation, one of the commonest feelings among family caregivers is that of helplessness. But I've got no information, I've heard so many carers say. I don't even know what's wrong with my son or my daughter, my father, my mother, my friend or my colleague. I want to help them, but I just don't know what to do. Which is exactly how I felt when my daughter was in a life-threatening condition. Yet I had no information and no idea how to help her. Over the years, I learned a particularly important lesson. Don't curse the darkness. Light a candle. But first, you have to find a candle and, of course, a match to light it. One day in particular stands out in my memory. Just after my daughter told me of the diagnosis, I went to our GP and asked, what can I do to help my daughter? What should I be doing? And what should I try to avoid? And his answer? You know as much as I do. Although I was very taken aback, I realised he was simply telling the truth. Doctors and other health professionals are trained to recognise and diagnose all sorts of illnesses and conditions, but they rarely have any experience in or information about how best to support the vulnerable person in the world outside the surgery. That was the beginning of my search for helpful information in my own situation with Jay. All I knew was that diagnosis, anorexia, binge purge type. I had heard the words before. I knew that anorexia was very serious and could be life-threatening. And thanks to the press, I'd heard of a few young people who had died from the effects of the condition. I was very much handicapped by the fact I'd never heard the phrase an eating disorder. I felt quite helpless and isolated by this experience. How I wish I'd known to look for a charity 
who might be able to give me relevant information. I started to keep a journal and over months wrote down incidents which worried or shocked me. And at the same time, I searched bookshops, second-hand bookstores, anywhere I could think of. I found a few books which told of an individual's experience, one or two written by someone who had recovered, even a textbook from another long-ago era, but nothing which gave me any information about the best way to support my daughter. Eventually, I heard of Eating Disorder Association, now Beat UK, and finding people with lots of relevant experience. People who were willing to listen and help in any way they could was a major step forward in the awful darkness I felt I was in, and it certainly lit a candle for me. At the same time, my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, and again I felt completely helpless as I didn't know very much about the illness and I didn't know who to help her. At a later stage, I met other home carers and heard their stories and learned that although their loved ones might suffer from a very different condition and their experiences were often very different from mine, no matter what the situation and circumstances, there were frequently echoes about lack of relevant information, similar feelings of helplessness, isolation, my daughter is now well, working and living independently, getting on with her life. I know it could so easily have been otherwise. I hope my books, my website and these podcasts will offer support to other carers. In other words, help light those all-important candles. Mm-hmm.